Welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. My name is Amy Shine, and I'm inviting you to discover and explore the many different paths to more possibilities. Okay, so welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. I'm your host, Amy Shine, and today is episode four, um, Mental Illness or Mental Awakening. And so I have a very special guest with me today. It's my mother, <laughs> Catherine Shine. And um, I today I wanted to touch on and start to introduce you to... Um, something that's very close to my heart in creating more awareness with mental health and, and more education. And mental health um, is a topic that's close to both me, my heart and my mother's heart as we both had to go through the experience in different kinds of ways. And um, personally, I went through like a psychosis in my early 20s. And that was for me was like a, an awakening. Like um, it was um, something that changed my whole personality, my whole being, like, and everything after that changed in my life. Um, and it definitely wasn't something that the way this reality sees it as an illness and a sickness and a wrongness, I saw it that way for a couple of years. And then I actually started to see the gift of it. And so the, um, I brought my mother on here today with me, Catherine Shine, because she was like the closest person to me at that time. Um, she was the person like who supported me the most and um, who had my back in it, who didn't commit me. Thank you, ma'am, for not putting me in a mental hospital. <laughs> I've seen one through of the cuckoo's nest. I've seen that. So, yeah, that was enough. Well, I mean, you're fairly crazy yourself, so in a good way, though. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> and oh, even fun. though I did find out just before we came on that someone did tell her that I should have been, uh, what was it, ma'am, they said? Sectioned. <laughs> someone did tell my mother Sectioned. to section me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, over the phone. Wow. Thank you for non-sectioning me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's kind of like a sensitive topic, and we'll see where we can go with it in the show tonight. I'm kind of excited actually to talk about this, ma'am, um, because I think we both have a different um, awareness of mental yeah. illness and we both see it from a different perspective. And just to give um, a little background first for people before we get into it um, is psychosis for me at the age of 21 was um, like, uh, it was like this whole like download of information all coming to me at once, but I had no filter. So um, it was like a download of all this like change and, and like things that needed to happen on the planet and like all this information about oneness and consciousness. And at the mm. same time, it was like all this download of information of past lives and abuse on the planet and um, like, uh, trauma and drama and sadness and upset and all that stuff. So it was like um, I was having kind of these two different worlds, like 
almost like good versus evil in a way, uh, light versus dark playing out mm. in my world. And um, so it was a it was a lot to deal with as a 21 year old. And um, I think I dealt with it pretty well. And um, I think you dealt with it pretty well too, ma'am. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. So what, um, and I think, you know, I was 21, I was living in Ireland and for you and me, ma'am, we didn't like, one of the things was, is like, my first question for you was like, when I was going through all that, like, I mean, you didn't really know what to do with me mm. and how to help me. And you wanted to mm. help, right? And you didn't mm. want to commit me or put me in a hospital. <laughs> was the last thing you wanted to do, thank God. So oh, no. yeah. where like, you know, like this is what, 13 years ago. So like yeah. less maybe. Um, I'm giving away my age now, but um, like, where was it that you were? Where could you turn to at that time? Um, to be honest, Amy, I, I didn't have a clue. I really didn't. I mean, I, I like, I did ring a doctor, and that's exactly what she said. I just, I just told her a few things that was going on, and straight away, without even seeing you, she just said, "Oh, I think she needs to be sectioned." So I, like, I just hung up, like, pretty straightforward after that. Like, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't. There wasn't. I actually. So can we just even just that little piece right there, because that's a massive piece, ma'am. It is. Yeah, I suppose it is. Looking back now, like, yeah, uh, like yeah. quite asset, like that. You actually called a doctor, mm. a mm. person you knew and you trusted mm. as a doctor, mm. and you spoke over the phone to her. She never mm. met. Me. She never saw me. She never mm. spoke to me. She knew mm. nothing about me, and she, in a couple of moments over the phone, mm. told mm. you. I mm. should be. What was that word? I th I think she needs to be sectioned. That there was her that words. Sectioned. I need to be sectioned. sectioned. So like, that in yeah. itself, like, says a lot of yeah. where we're functioning in in the world. Like that is our view on mental illness. You know what we call is an illness in this Western world. Uh, is that someone over the phone can give mm. you? It's pretty scary. Pretty yeah. scary. Because if I was a kind of person. That would have said, oh, yeah, okay, fine. So, look, come, can you send someone out and get her? Imagine if I had done that. What damage I would have done to you, Amy, like, you know? But I just knew straight away that that's not, was, this is not going to happen, you know? Yeah. She, she was wrong, like, you know? But that, that was, that's what she said. It's not even, I suppose it's not so much about the right and wrong, but it was also, like, you had another awareness. Like, you knew something yeah. that she didn't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I, I don't know what it was. Um, It's just, like... I, I always felt like that, like, I, I had no experience this ever, like, but, like, I wasn't, wasn't scared, and, like, a lot of it was really funny, actually, you were really funny, <laughs> and we could, we, we still had a laugh, like, even things you would do, we would laugh about it, and things you said, we would laugh about it, it wasn't all doom and gloom, and, oh, my God, this thing is happening, it wasn't all that, like, you know, it wasn't all that bad, you know, like, well, it was a little bit scary, let's put it that way, it was. I mean, I'd, as I said, I'd never experienced it before. Obviously, it's a lot more scary for you, Amy, like, you know. But, like, seriously, there was nobody else. I, could, I didn't know where else to go. I didn't bar, like, you know, um, somebody knew a psychiatrist and said, oh, you know, I think you know, should, Amy should see a psychiatrist. That was the next, that was after that then. That's where we went next. And so, um, so my dad knew someone who had been mm. some kind of mental maybe depression or something yeah depression more yeah and he had had a doctor and so or a psychiatrist so he gave he 
give him that contact. Mm-hmm. And so um, the guy was down in Killarney. We took off mm-hmm. mom and dad mm-hmm. and me. In the car. On a day trip. <laughs> On a day trip. <laughs> On a day trip. Just a guy just Clarity. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was a lot for me to deal with. I mean, I remember what, there's just so much I can go here, but so anyway, we'll go to yeah. the psychiatrist. We went to the psychiatrist. Yeah. This is kind of going on for like a couple of weeks where yeah. I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. When I was sleeping, that was the really hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was having all this, like, um, I would say an overload of awareness, you know, yeah. um, with no way to, control, yeah. no way to talk no one to talk to, no one to kind of facilitate me with it. And um, and so we took off to the psychiatrist anyway. I didn't know where we were going. You told me you were taking me somewhere. <laughs> so, really? Oh, my God, did we lie to you? I don't even no, remember that part, no. You didn't it's actually so lie to me. You were like, we're going to go see someone. Like, cause Oh, yeah, yeah. See we, had, yeah. we had gone to, the, this lady had taught me meditation. We'd gone to her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good. And she was just trying to get me to come and stay with her. <laughs> And get dad to pay her money. <laughs> like she saw the money sign, the pupils and the pupils of her eyes. Yeah. We're like, um, just because he drives a BMW doesn't mean he's that loaded, but in a way, yeah. or he's that stupid. Um, so she had taught me meditation and she taught me kind of a mantra, which I was actually using, which was yeah, yeah. kind of helping me, but um definitely needed something more than a mantra at that stage. And um, and then she sent us to someone else who was really no good either yeah. so these were basically these yeah. were our choices at the time you They're know choices yeah these were yeah. this is our menu of choice yeah. in dealing with yeah. um psychosis and yeah. so you took me to the psychiatrist and he was down in Clarny and um so just to like we're talking about this tonight because we really just want to like paint the picture here like the you know like it's not that their psychiatrist is wrong it's not that meditation is wrong it's not that any of this is wrong it's just like for me I'd really like to highlight the fact that there is such a lack of information in our world about mental illness and I put illness in like you know cap letter or like quotes or whatever because is it really an illness and like we're missing so much information and so we went to psychiatrist we sat in the office we went in we met him and I'll always remember he wouldn't look me in my eyes I always remember that he would not look me in the eyes, and I tried so hard. I kept staring at him, and he would not look me in my eyes. Well, why did you think that, Amy? Well, he was just a bookworm, you know. He was mm. like, uh, he had the glasses on, and he was like, tell me what's going on, and you know. And I told him mm. some of it. I didn't tell him all of it. I filtered it a bit, and, <laughs> and I was clever. I knew that he couldn't hear a lot of what was going on for me, and I had this awareness that was like, like beyond 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 this kind of can I just say something there Amy I think he tried to uh sort of like you know ask you about like if you if you had taken drugs like you know and he was trying to equate it to that this is why you're you're having a a mental breakdown because it's related to whatever drugs you were you were taking or whatever maybe you're smoking or whatever you know he was trying to match the two of them together that's all he knew that's how he was trained you know yeah, like that's so interesting. You said that, like that's how he knew mm. that how he's trained because it's like that's mm. what, like the minute I went in there, I knew like this is like symptom cause symptom mm. cause, exactly symptom yeah. Cause. And I was like a book to him, you know, yeah. like it was like okay, this equals this. So it was like you've yeah. raised thoughts. That's because of this. And mm. so and I just always remember it was like probably 15, 20 minutes. We we're in there. He asked me a couple of questions, 
and I and I told him some information and then he just like wrote the diagnosis. <laughs> like that. Yeah, imagine like yeah, and you think about it. But that's the way they're training me, you know. It's like if you go to a doctor with a I don't know a pain in your heart, they're going to, you know, give you the yeah, this the synopsis of what they think is wrong with you and what medication you need, or you have high blood pressure, low blood pressure. That's what they do. They're trained, that's not the way they're trained. It's not their fault, like you know. No, they're, no, not at all. And he did mm -hmm. he did the best he could with the tools he was given. Yes. I yes. was like having this like download of consciousness and oneness yeah and i didn't try to explain that to him yeah yeah on the planet and yeah. he's there going yeah it's because you you know you smoked weed for a while or whatever mm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah oh, so much more going on here like yeah, yeah. That, that that was that may have been that led to some of um some of the stuff that was going on mm -hmm. like the insomnia mm -hmm. and all that that may have created some like imbalances in my body and my psyche definitely doing drugs mm -hmm. does open you up it does um, invite in other energies. It does, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it yeah. messes with your system a bit and it messes yeah. with your body. It does mess yeah. with you. Um, but there was also so much more going on here. You yeah. Know? yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh my God, this guy, like, you know, like, there's no way I can talk this stuff to him. Yeah. But I know. Interesting. I have yeah. to say, man, like, one of the things, though, with you, and I mean, you more so, but dad even too, like, you were very open to hearing me. In a yes, way. Like, yeah, I was so happy that we could talk about it. We were very good at we were good at talking about it. Like it wasn't as if oh you were hiding everything away, we were up in your room. You were, you know, we were very open about it. I like I remember after the psychiatrist, like we went to a bar or a pub or yeah, something. Yeah, I went for lunch yeah, somewhere. And I think I kind of sat there and I told you, like, I gave you a bit of a like a synopsis of what was you going did. on. Yeah. <laughs> and at one day dad was like, shh. <laughs> I think I remember that all right. And I was like, keep going. I guess she was fascinated by all this. Like, you so were like, part of me kind of knew this already, not knew it already, but I was like fascinated. I thought it was really, really interesting. And as it turned out, you were right anyway, Amy, like, you know, <laughs> what you're doing now, like, <laughs> raising yeah, but in a country in a country pub, uh, having a you know a, what you call it lunch, bacon and cabbage, or whatever, it probably wasn't the right thing for 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 people to hear. Well, not that people were listening, but you know, like Dad was probably a bit more alright. Yeah, flabbergasted, like. <laughs> but he was also pretty open too. Ah, uh, but he was, and he is. Like, yeah. yeah, in all fairness, like I mean, you know, really, like we were we were all very lucky, really, that we had we had that open relationship with 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 each other, you know. And and so. So yeah, so like that was kind of like basically that was our that was our support network or support yeah. network. Like, um, you know, my daughter's going through this thing. Like, what am I missing? Yeah. Psychiatrist was like the only place for us to go. Put on, and then obviously they put me on medication. Um, and then it was like he suggested a counselor to me. Um, and you know, like that was an interesting experience too because the counselors like were just. Oh. They were doing the best they could. Yeah. And um there was just this thing of like, let's again, it was another like sit me down, let's figure out the mm. symptoms, mm. let's figure mm. out what box we can put you in. And you know, mm. the first council I went to, you know, she was in um AA herself, so similar. Oh, you've been drinking, you know, you've been been drinking for years. I was Growing up in Ireland, I didn't yeah. drink any more than anyone else around me. Yeah, you know? I agree with you. Yeah, I didn't do anything different than the people my friends had done or my, you know, yeah. like everyone around me were doing the same thing and they didn't end up where I was. So, yeah. but, you know, her thing was like, okay, you're an alcoholic or actually, no, you're an addict. 
you know, this wouldn't have happened to you if you weren't an addict. Now you're going to have to go to AA. Mm. And you didn't really like that at the start, ma'am, did you? Well, I knew you were, and you weren't an alcoholic, Amy. I mean, like, seriously, as you say, you were just doing the same as all your friends, go out on a Friday night or Saturday night, whatever. Okay, you would, everybody binge drink one night, and that was it, like, one night in the week. Like, you know, you never drank during the week, like, you know, and you weren't hiding naggins of vodka in the bathroom cistern or any crazy stuff that you associate with an alcoholic, you know. You were functioning, you were working, you were going to college. Were well, you going to college that time, yeah? You could yeah. not go to college every day if you were... Uh, an alcoholic, you wouldn't be doing that. So I knew it. I always knew that. It actually annoyed me very much when you said you're an alcoholic. I knew you weren't. <laughs> another label. <laughs> and so, like, but that was just, like, another example of, like, okay, here, here's this yeah. person. She has these symptoms. Let's mm. you know, find a box for her so we can put her in a box. Mm. And then you can, you can treat the box when you're in the box. And now you can treat that box. Mm. And so, and I think like really what we're just highlighting here is like there was there was so much lacking you know like in all of it like yeah. there was nobody and you know we weren't I wasn't exposed to the world of energy healers and energy workers yeah. and shamans and all that that came much later you yeah. were a leader man you know the furthest we'd gotten we knew someone who'd done reiki you yeah. know and we had yeah. angel cards but we really yeah. had no one around us and and nobody was also being recommended to us either <laughs> that's another thing that's another thing yeah it there was, was yeah it was just everybody who'd been to college got their degrees and whatever psychiatry or medicine whatever there that's all it's available but like it is it is very i suppose it is very complex already amy and and there is a definitely a stigma attached to it and would, there was definitely members in the family who would say oh well my brother-in-law got that or my sister-in-law got that and they went to some other hospital and that's a really good hospital now that's all people are recommending you know you, it was ridiculous like you know yeah. i mean like like the scary thing is like you could have ended up there like you know and i just think oh, there's yeah. a stigma attached to it and somehow i always knew that you, you didn't need that like you know and i knew it, I, I just it would, it would have broken my heart anyway i couldn't have done it i just couldn't have done it you know Oh my God, I'm so, I'm actually so grateful for you, ma'am, that you actually followed your knowing and your awareness and you didn't oh, listen to my intuition. All right. I didn't know what was right. Well, your intuition is nearly always right anyway, isn't it, Amy? Like, you know? Yeah. I don't know what you said. You weren't, you weren't off the walls crazy. Like, you weren't doing crazy things. You were, I could see you, there was something, you were having some breakthrough. I, I could see it. You know, I couldn't put it into words, but I could see it. But I, 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 you know, it's not something you can explain to other people either. Like, you know, I wasn't 100% sure, but I kind of knew all right, you know? Well, you know, um, yeah, you knew. Well, also, yeah. you know, you had been through your own, like we had, you know, we had uh, lost our, uh, my brother, your son, a family member. Yeah, Ross, yeah. Yeah, Ross had, um, you know, been killed in a car accident, like literally five years previous. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, not even about, it wasn't even that. You've always been really open, man. You've always been very, um, like, aware of a diff not just this world, of other worlds. And even growing up as kids, you were, like, always instilled, like, a lot of magic in our worlds. Oh. And, you know, you had a lot of magic in you. And then with Ross, you know, um, yeah. you were also just very in tune with him. And mm -hmm. that he wasn't just gone. And you were very... Mm -hmm to him around you a lot and we yeah. all yeah. and we we're pretty open with that and 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 that made us kind of a very open family in a way like yeah. spiritually yeah, it wasn't just, we could talk about it because once you know this person it's not really gone like they're 
their their physical body is gone, but they're they're spiritually and they're still around. And once you have that, like there is like there's a great sense of hope and almost happiness, almost like you know. Whereas when if you someone someone is totally gone, it's just depressing, and then you can't talk about it. So that's why I think we could talk about it. And I just remember getting loads of books and stuff out from the library, reading all about that. So like, I learned a lot as well, like through that, like you know. Yeah, and and you did, and I I had read a lot of books too, and it's interesting because you know they talk about like so in the sham, in the shamanic shamanic shamanism in shamanism and shamanism they, yeah yeah they talk about you know um schizophrenia and psychosis um is actually like a healing process it's like mm -hmm. um it's a spiritual emergence mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. experiences that are often mi misdiagnosed as psychosis mm -hmm. and people mm -hmm. are medicated unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the articles I was reading about before today's thing, and I sent it to you too before we got on today, was mm -hmm. there's all different types of spiritual emergencies, including um, like the awakening, um, experiences of oneness, the crisis of psychic opening. And I would say for me, it was definitely a crisis. It was mm -hmm. a crisis opening mm. but it was a crisis it wasn't mm. it wasn't just this beautiful experience it was there was a crisis there mm. and and so in the in the shaman world they see it as like the birth of a healer mm. And, mm. and they see it as a like an awakening and it's and it's for very like sensitive beings you know yeah, um, yeah. but in this reality it's seen as like in our world our western world yeah it's seen as an illness and like you said there is like a stigma attached to it and um, and we're supposed to medicate or hospitalize, hospitalize which, yeah. which actually ends yeah. up the stigma is like mm. that there's something wrong we need to fix it and that really got yeah. highlighted to us mm. man, in yeah like like in in both in our journey like everyone yeah. into we're like there's something wrong let us fix it yeah yeah or, let yeah. me let me like stigma let me add another label to it like not only are you mental illness now let me add addiction to it <laughs> oh my god like do you know what was really funny too like well, I, yeah i just think maybe even now in 2000 uh, this is what it's 2020 like even though so you said to someone oh she's having a spiritual awakening i think more people will be more open to it now but even going back i know it's only 13 years ago but even then people would look at you twice and think Yes, and you need to be put away the mother as well, not just the daughter, the mother. Like there's something wrong with you as well. You know, they would probably think that. You know what I'm saying? People are definitely more open to spiritual awakening. But you know, imagine going to psychiatrist and saying, "Look, I'm having a spiritual awakening." You know, that's all that's wrong with me. That's what my parents brought me. They don't understand. You know, like it is very hard to explain it, Amy. You know, and at the time, like you didn't know either. Isn't it so sad though? Like in a way that like that part is so missing from our western culture like you know like the eastern culture have that down like they know like there's spirits around us you know what i mean like yeah. uh, there's that there's healers around us and there is all these different like worlds going on around us and it's not just us in these physical bodies and we're not just like you know we're not the leader of the pack actually you know like a human thing yeah. that's it it's human reality and we're the leaders and we're the top of the food chain and you know, whereas Eastern cultures, you know, they have a lot more communion with the earth. And one of the things in reading about um, the psychosis, we, and if anybody wants to read the article, it's an amazing article written by this shaman. And this shaman guy comes from, um, comes to, you know, the Western world and he yes. he ends yeah. up working in a, psych, in a psychiatric hospital and he's blown away yeah. that 
why are all these people who are, are having these like spiritual awakenings, these openings that are actually like becoming like becoming something or they're having like a transformation? Why are they mm. being put in these hospitals? Why are they being medicated, which mm. actually just makes them worse? Um, and which yeah, kind of like stops, stops what they're the process they're going through, which is a spiritual awakening. It just stops it like in its tracks, like it suppresses it. And obviously it depends on how they recover. Like some people never recover. Some people, please God, they do come out of it, you know, and continue on their journey, but it's hard. It's very hard. Like it really is. It's like, it's actually a very cruel thing to do, but look, it's not, I'm not blaming anybody because it, it is lack of education. Well, and just and one way of looking at, at, at a problem, like, you know? Yeah, and that's, that's one of the, you know, one of the things we kind of, that's why we wanted to jump on today because, you know, like, this thing about mental, you know, you hear a lot now, mental awareness, you know? Yeah. It is actually Mental Awareness Month, um, the month of September is yeah. Mental Awareness yeah. Month. Yeah. And you're right, ma'am, it's 2020, you know, things have changed a bit. We're a bit more open to spiritual awakening. We're a bit more open to energy work. You know, mm. we're a bit yeah. more open to, yeah. you know, um, spirits and energies. And we still have a long way to go. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And um, it's so funny, one of my um, close friends here, I actually work in a treatment, a drug treatment center now, and I go in and I do yoga and I'm starting to offer access bars, which is one of the energy treatments um, that, mm -hmm. I, that really helped me actually um, change a lot of this stuff. But um, one of my friends, she works at a treatment center as well. And, you know, this is in South Florida, like a pretty, you know, open kind of place. And yeah. she does a lot of breath work and access bars and she kind of, mixes the two and and she has private clients that come to her um from the treatment center like and she works in the treatment center and she says like on numerous times she can't count the amount of times people wrote on her feedback form like and have wrote to the clinical director that they have received more change from her sessions than anyone else in the wow. center and the clinical director has not once acknowledged her oh yeah of course yeah no. why am i not surprised and so yeah. there's you know we well, there's big pharma in america if you want to get into, I know. into yeah. that and yeah. america influences the rest of the world because it's one of the yeah. countries in the world and yeah. one of the most powerful so we are you know the doctors are paid by the pharmaceutical companies and the farm yeah. you know so there's like this whole you know there's this yeah. whole system yeah that we know actually, yeah. we're yeah. actually up against in a way and yeah things are changing and people are waking up and like my whole thing is not to make medication wrong so um i i hated that i had to take medication ma'am you know that oh i know i felt like nurse ratchet in one floor of the cuckoo's nest that's why i felt like i actually did feel like her come on amy come on please please it'll just help you sleep and the first night i remember you were sitting at the bottom step and I was like, I felt like, you know, I felt so horrible. I really felt horrible giving you that medication. But I just want you to sleep at the same time, like, you know. So can I tell you a bit about that? Mm. So this is just, like, kind of captures, like, what was going on in my world. But, like, there's two worlds going on. There's my mother's world. Yeah. There's, my world. Yeah. there's, like, this reality. Yeah. There's all the other realities going on in my reality. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the steps. I'm, like, going through the psychosis, like, having all these downloads. Yeah, I haven't slept for three or four nights at that stage, yeah. 
I but also like I'm also having a lot of amazing downloads. Like I'm like, oh, like, well, really? like all the systems that need to change on the planet. Like the education system needs to like like be redone. Like mm -hmm. it, like how we how we treat people. Like art, music, dance, all that needs to be on more on the planet. Like I'm getting all this information. Like mm -hmm. and it's coming at this speed and and like there's a speed in my world and then. But then there's also a lot of other energies going on too. Right. And, and so I'm sitting on the step and my mother's mom's there and she's like with the tablet and she's like, this is going to help you sleep. And I'm like looking at her and I'm like, I don't want to take it. And she's like, but yeah. you haven't slept in two weeks. Yeah. Like you need to sleep, like you need to rest. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, look at her and I'm like, I know that if I take that tablet, it's yeah. going to numb, uh, numb me and it's going yeah. to take away all the stuff, all the information that's coming to me. Wow. So that's what and, you thought at the time. Really, yeah, Amy? And so it was like, I was sitting on the steps, I'll never forget it, and there's one voice going, take the medication. It's okay. Yeah. And then there's another voice going, don't take the medication. This is going to slow you down. It's going to kill everything. It's going to slow wow. it down. So the voice is like, don't take it. It's going to kill everything. It's going to slow you down. It's going to set you back and all this, right? And then the other voice is like, take the medication. It's actually okay. You're going to get something else. You're going to find something else. It, and, and actually, oh, really? the other voice goes, take the medication. It's okay. It will, it will stop everything that's coming to you. But this isn't the end. You will get it again in five years. It will come back in five years. Yeah. Wow. And do you know like that, like, that that was like September, you know, September, like yeah, September. It was awesome. Five years later, I found access consciousness. Wow, yeah, and like getting my bars run was like reawakening again, but it was in a lot Oof. gentler and easier kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, geez, if you'd only known about that at that time, Amy, like if you had, you know, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it was meant to be for some reason, but it would it would have saved you a lot because I did feel really bad about it. I know you didn't like take it. And you were very unhappy when you were, I, I can't remember how long you were taking for Amy. What a year were you? So it was three and a half years. And what so that long. <gasps> yeah, well, actually that was good. So that was, um, so he, he gave us the medication, the psychiatrist, and you said, let's just take it tonight. And sure. Like once you take it, yeah, well, yeah, I know I you slept, you slept for 14 hours when you took it. Yes, I did. I probably slept for 20 hours. And mm -hmm. then, um, and then you know, you said just take it for two weeks, and then after two weeks, of course, you, you have to keep taking. You said now you have to keep taking. Did I actually say that? Oh my god! No, but you're okay. You were, you were doing what you had to do at the time, yeah. and 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 one of the things that and though at that time there was nothing else around me that could facilitate me. There was nobody, mm. there were no other therapies available. Like Reiki wasn't going to cut it. Like going for a massage mm. wasn't going to cut it. Like I yeah, that's something. the thing, Amy. Well, you had, well, I felt like no choice. And to yeah. be honest, you, inside, I was kind of scared. I thought you might hurt yourself or something. That was my biggest fear. That was my biggest fear, you know? And I mean, that's I think what, every parent would feel that way, you know? But we're not, like, we're not here to, like, dis medication, like, at all. Like, mm -hmm. and I actually get, I even said to you afterwards, I'm like, I get that I did require the medication. I needed it for mm -hmm. a while. Just time. And, 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 and in a way, so we took the medication. It actually takes six weeks for the medication to kick in. Kick in, yeah. And we right. found out afterwards that a psychosis takes six weeks to move through. Really? Wow. That's I remember us researching it afterwards. We're like, it actually takes yeah. to go through psychosis. At that stage, the medication's kicking wow. in. But you've already gone through the psychosis. And this is where, mm. I mean, it would be amazing to have someone who has... I was some, just going to think that. If you had someone just 
be with you the whole time, 24-7, which I could have done that if I'd known that time. I would love to have done that. Well, I think, yeah, like someone like this is where, like, where we where can we get the, like, Eastern world to meet the Western world? Like, yeah, where that as well, yeah. And healers who have more kind of information yeah. and knowledge around this, like, um, what they call it, they call it is... Um, I don't an awakening really isn't it yeah they say that it is i have it here in the shamanic view mental illness sig signals the birth of a healer the birth of a healer yeah um and mental right. mental disorders are spiritual emergencies spiritual crisis crises, mm. and need mm. to be regarded as such to aid the healer in being born wow and um, it's dealing okay. with the breakthrough from another level of reality and mm -hmm. for all practical purposes, the person is insane. Heavily dosing with antipsychotic drugs compound the problem, prevents the integration that could lead mm -hmm. to soul development and growth mm -hmm. of the individual who has received these energies. Mm -hmm. So we, like the medication was assisted me at the time to help me sleep and I did require to sleep. Um, and I'm sure there's other medicines more probably in the Western world that like, I mean, they call it in the Western world, or in the Western world, they have ayahuasca, they have other stuff that can help you. Yeah. Uh, but, Sorry, I suppose my dog here. Barking. Dogs are not barking, yeah. <laughs> but in Ireland, the dogs are fighting outside. They're not, there's no fighting. He's just barking at the stars or if he hears another dog barking, just start barking at him, like, you know, because- We interrupt this podcast. Yeah to introduce you to the barking dogs <laughs> so, barking mad <laughs> so the, 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 oh my god not, I, I suppose the point is we're not here to diss medication we're not here no. like, is required no. in certain times and places and we were um, that's another thing we were not given any information about the medication um, we had to do our own research and yeah. started googling the medication and I did and then you know, a year or two into it, we realized, oh God, like we need, like I should have been maybe taking a probiotic. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> medication yeah. And different things like that. And so there's also like that massive, um, I feel with this psychiatric field, there's a massive like health and wellness part to it that's totally missing. Missing, yeah. You know, with yeah. the diet, the nutrition. And this is mm. what the Germans talk about. They talk about like being with the earth, dancing on the earth drumming you know like being under the full moon they talk about yeah. music they talk about dancing they talk about like getting with getting like getting with the energy of the earth and yeah. there's like there's like a massive like lack of education for us in this world yeah. when it comes to that um but the but that you know is another whole conversation and so the it is it is there's a lot there's people just need to to educate themselves they really do and i think they should start in the schools they really should like i mean who talks about mental illness uh, they probably are doing it a little bit more now but back say even when you were going to school amy when you were even doing social science did you ever discuss mental illness not really no yeah no emotional well-being or any of that stuff you know yeah um, i mean you know? There is a lot more about well-being today in the world, like you said, and people are more open to like kind of energy work and stuff. And I also think there has to be a greater conversation about the world of spirits. And that's where a lot of psychosis and schizophrenia comes in. It's actually um, the person being aware of, of spirits. And, yeah. Body. Yeah. and so that is going to be a hard thing for the Western world to grasp because that's not something you can physically see. Yeah. And in the Western world, we're so obsessed with science and data. Oh, yeah. Proof, and proof. 
Where is the proof? Yeah. Where's the proof? Yeah. And so, you know, if I'm sitting here and I'm saying to you, well, there's a person next to me and they're talking to me. Well, can you see them? No, but they're talking to me. Mm. Well, I can't see them. They're not there, Amy. Mm. And I can't see them. So they're definitely not there. Yeah. You're imagining mm. Yeah. You know, and so like as kids, we have imaginary friends, but they're actually yeah. real. they're real to us because they're actually yeah. they're actually real. They're actually yeah. I saw this really funny thing today, actually, on, I don't know where I saw it, where the mother is at home and she's saying to the child, stop talking to your imaginary friend. There's no such thing as an imaginary friend. And then she's, she's next caption, she's in the church praying, praying, and the little child is beside her. So she's praying. The mother is praying to her imaginary friend, and then the little child is looking at the mother then. After she tells her there's no such thing as an imaginary friend. Oh, that was really good. It was really good. <laughs> Yeah, look, look, we're we're so complex, us human beings. We're so complex. We're like, what you see is not what you get. Like, it's not like we're so complex. And I think that's one of the things with the with the shamans. Like, um, and I'm not big into shaman like healing. I I'm not into ayahuasca. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm not I'm not for it. I'm not against it. That's not something that really works for me. I'm all just about pure energy. Like, yeah, uh, I don't need to take any substance at all at this stage, you know, and I know, I know. Well and, done, yeah. and, you know, and ayahuasca and stuff like that is, that's a whole different conversation that I actually don't even want to get into. But this mm -hmm. one thing about, you know, and this is where we can like pick what works for us out of the different, you know, teachings and cultures and all that. And one of the things with the shamans, is that they are willing to acknowledge that there is spirits around us, there is energies around us, and that someone who's having voices in their head aren't crazy. They're actually having, you know, awarenesses of maybe other spirits talking to them, or it could be ancestral, or it could be. Oh, oh, um, battery. One second. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> you can plug in your battery. I'll keep going. And so the shamans are very open to this different world and that and in the Western world, we have kind of dismissed. And one of the things, you know, is that it creates a lot of sickness when you don't acknowledge your awareness and when you don't acknowledge your entity awareness. And, and so this isn't just a conversation, you know, I feel like a lot of times with, um, with the conversation with mental awareness is that we're just talking about health and well-being, you know, and it's like, that's what's acceptable in our world now. Health and well-being is what's acceptable. Um, rather than actually, there's a whole nother world too of spirit awareness and awareness of entities. And that if you're going to get into looking at mental illness and mental awareness, we're going to have to start acknowledging that there's a lot more going on around us than we can physically see. And so, you know, one of my targets for the planet and for people is to actually educate rather than medicate. And that education may not be the education we're given in school. It actually isn't the education we're given in school. It may require us to actually dig a bit deeper. And our ancestors, and if you look back at all our history and all the myths and all that forever it's been in our culture and um, of spirits of of fairies of of other beings and um, being here with us so my mother is coming back on i think she got cut off for a second i think you just need to put your video on ma'am 
so so yeah so mental illness and mental awareness um like what would be possible if we actually started to acknowledge that there is a lot more going on here and what if it wasn't so much about um what science can prove anymore and what if we actually started to look at our awareness Amy, i'm sorry there my battery died so i had to run and uh get the uh, lead so now this is barking this is going to be the funniest podcast ever um you've no video on okay oh, how do i get that now again your browser is has connection that's okay if you can get your video on great if you can't we'll probably finish up now anyway but i would love to have your video on um there you go sorry about that sorry there there you go has the dog stopped barking domestic life took over there for a while no it's just something it's just definitely something out there some other spirits or whatever spirits. <laughs> my dog is very psychic <laughs> all the spirits i mean you live in ireland man yeah it is i know it is very magical right? it is, there's no doubt about it you know you live in the land of the fairies the leprechauns you know so uh problems, problems. and like and so this is so this is one of the things like let's let's just talk about the incongruencies here and then we're going to wrap it up in the next five to ten minutes yeah. this is really interesting conversation i'm enjoying myself yeah, yeah it is very interesting i mean yeah so like one of the incongruencies here when we look at it like so you talk about ireland being really magical and like over now i'm living in america people are like oh my god you're from ireland i'd love to go there it looks so magical and what about all the fairies and i'm like yeah, yeah. Yeah, only if you can see them. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can. That's the thing. You actually can see the fairy if you don't try to look through your physical sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, look through your awareness. See, we're not taught to look through our awareness. We're taught to look through our yeah. physical sight, and physical yeah. sight is limited. Because mm. if yeah. I tell you that that this couch is, you know, cream, then. And you decide, well, that's what cream is then you can't yeah. see anything that you have decided yeah. is not yeah. cream so yeah. it's the same with the fairies there is like um is the dog outside he is actually outside and you can still hear him and like, we just have to ignore him and like that's all just ignore him <laughs> oh my god so one of the things is like so we'll talk about it for a second if you don't mind um the night that you know we got the news about ross our brother your son Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, our grandmother, my dad's mother, grandmother Nanshine, she had told us that she got three knocks on the door that night. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And her door actually blew open as well. The wind blew the door. Well, there was no wind there actually because it was a summer's night. The wind, the door just opened by itself. As well, yeah. as well as I don't, I'm not, I don't remember the knocking, but it, her door just opened anyway by itself. Her front door. The front door opened. She said she heard a couple of knocks on the door. Yeah. Went, there was nobody there. She closed the door. And that was the night that, you know, Ross. Yes. Like, yeah. And so, you know, like in our in our history, if we go back to like our ancestors, they would talk about banshees. And that's a, that's a common thing in Ireland, like to have the banshee. And banshee. so the banshee knocked yeah. on the door the night someone in your okay. It was actually more of a wailing, a crying, Amy. You're like, it's like somebody was crying, like an old woman wailing. And that was like kind of like um, to warn them that somebody was about to die. I don't know, was it somebody about to die or somebody had died? And there was which is 
And the bench, she did three knocks on the door as well. That was like, yeah, yeah. kind of myths or whatever. Like at this stage, we called them myths, like, you know, because they were like yeah. old stories that were passed well, on. I remember my mother talking about it and telling me about it, and she she heard it, and she was a very sound woman. She didn't make that up. She said she'd heard the banshee a few times. And so that's so interesting that, like, we, you know, like, our, like that's what our grandmother told us about at that time. And then, but then, like, you know, and even like the fairies in Ireland, you know, like there's lots of fairy forts and we protect the fairy forts. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in our being, we know that there is other energies here with us, that there isn't just us in this physical body. And, you know, but there is banshees, there is fairies, there is other beings around us, right? Um, and we can't physically maybe see them, but we can definitely pick up on them. And maybe you get glimpses out through your eye or maybe random things happen, you know, that aren't random at all. There's no random, randomness in the universe doesn't exist. Like everything, there is no coincidences. Like there's no yeah. randomness in the universe, even though we like to think there is. And so yeah. if you look at all that awareness like that you have growing up in Ireland and growing up in your culture and then, but then yet Ireland has a high rate of, you know, suicide, mental illness, depression, because how much are you aware of all that? But then, Suppress it. You don't have You depress it. Yeah. You can't and talk about it because it's not an you know, people are scared. They're think that's exactly what if they think they have a conversation with someone, the other person will say, What's wrong with you? You're crazy, you're mad, you know, you maybe need to go and see a doctor or something, you know. And it's so funny. Do you think really that people are scared, or do you think maybe they're just refusing their magic? Uh they're scared and they're yeah, uh, in denial as well, I think, as well. Yeah. You know, they don't know about it because it's just opening up a world yeah. that you know, they don't understand or they don't want to know about it, maybe. Like, they just want life to be simple to a certain extent. And they just want life to be, you know, A, B, C, D, everything go according to plan, you know, rather than and, A. And that's, that's fine if that's working for you, fine. And if you're yeah. listening to the show, you're probably yeah. at a greater awareness. And if you've gotten to the point where you have voices in your head and you're raising thoughts, like, that's, you know you're you're having a lot of awareness you're having a lot of information and i mean is this what creates a lot of mental illness like the actual suppressing and depressing of mm. a world of magic a world of spirits a world mm. of fairies a world of you know like all these other beings that are actually living around us but we're yeah. not acknowledging it and we just think we're here in this physical reality with this physical yeah. body this is all there is yeah. So is it really, you know, is it is it mental is mental illness is actually created by lack of awareness and um lack of education really. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder like what would it what would it be like to live in a world where we actually started to acknowledge like yeah, so it's like having the, a little child having their imaginary friend. A lot a lot of parents then when the child gets older, oh, you know, can't have this notious thing as an imaginary friend. You can't have that now anymore. You know, why would you stop a child from having an imaginary friend? Whether it's like, to them, it's real. And as you say yourself, that child might have the awareness to see this child as well. So if anything, you should be encouraging that in the child, not suppressing it to open up that whole world to them, you know? Well, and it's, and it's also where, you know, that as a parent, you feel like you need to make your child fit into this reality and be normal. Yeah, that's the thing you see, yeah. This is where, you know, I said, like, is it like mental illness? Like, or is it really just that you're denying and suppressing, like, how much magic you have available? And so, yeah. 
you know, with the, um, well, one of the things, you know, about like, why was it that our ancestors, you know, knew about banshees and fairies and all these spirits and they were more connected to like the spirit. They were more connected to the earth, yeah. That's exactly. It, yeah. They were so, they were living on the earth. They had to cope. And they were quieter times as well. There wasn't as much industrialization, as much technology. They barely had a radio back in those times, you know what I mean? And I suppose farming was more, wasn't as commercialized either. People would go out literally to pick potatoes with their hands. So it'd be like picking them over the earth. They were just more connected to the earth and it was just much quieter times and people could hear and see more things. That's what I think. I don't know whether I'm right or wrong, but that's how I feel about it. I love that, ma'am. That is that is a brilliant like kind of synopsis of really, synopsis. yeah, a lot of has like that connection to the earth, that communion with the earth, mm. working with the earth, with the earth, not, mm. not, not you know, and yes, we have, we've sped up, we're more, you know, we're more scientific and technology based yeah. now. And we, and we've seen the results of it, you know, and it's not all great results and some technology, oh, no, it's not wrong, but we are, and I think it's, it, it's a time of great awakening where we actually start to remember, you know, we're remembering a lot. And then also how can we take that and also like evolve, you know, cause we're not yes. going back to that. Yeah. I know that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you can't stop evolution. Like, you can't stop, yeah. you know, that time they had bicycles, now they have cars, now there's buses, trains, planes, everything. So you can't stop that. But as you say, Amy, the trick is, the magic would be to hang on to the, you know, the magic and the spirit and the, you know, the spiritual side of life and move forward as well with technology and everything else. You can't suppress that. We, you and I are having this conversation here tonight. You're in Florida, I'm in Ireland. This is amazing. This is fantastic. I can see you. <laughs> You can see me. I mean, like 20 years ago, you couldn't do that. So that's the good side of it. But the other side then is just not to let take over the world, and especially with children nowadays, you know, to try and keep them off of technology as much as possible because that's that's deadening their kind of their spiritual side to a certain extent. Yeah. And so, ma'am, like as someone who's been like a mother to, you know, a mother and a, you know, a support to someone like who's kind of like been through mental illness and then came out the other side of it, like, and um, like, what would you like to see different in the world when it comes to this topic of mental illness or mental awareness? Just to have it more acceptable. I mean, if you have diabetes, you have to take medication. If you have something wrong with your heart, you have to take medication. So I'm not saying take, like you should take, like for, medication is not for everybody, but it shouldn't be. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, why do people say I have a heart condition or I have diabetes, but they won't say I have something wrong with my brain your brain is just another organ in your body it's an organ in your body the same as every other organ so why are people so um, shy or think it's taboo to talk about it or even come out and say you know i have a mental illness what is wrong with that yeah you know I, it's just, there's definitely a stigma still there there is it's getting yeah. better getting better there's no doubt about it but it's still a bit there i mean i'd say if you ask 10 people in the morning would they say to their best friend i have a mental illness or you know would they actually say it how many people would they say it to? Like, I'm having mental awarenesses. <laughs> but it's been proven, like, in workplaces, like, even if you suffer from depression, it's, uh, I've read an article that, where it said that if you suffer from depression, you will, you will not climb the ladder as fast as if you hadn't mentioned it or didn't find out about it. Any kind of mental illness at all in a, in a workplace, and you definitely won't climb the corporate ladder as fast. Yeah. So people do see it as a, a stigma yeah. or as a something something wrong with the person 
Yeah, rather than actually like as the shamans see it, it's actually like you're actually someone who's very highly sensitive. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just... Actually a lot of capacities. And if you are nurtured kind of in the right way, you can really wake up these capacities. And I mean, one of the things I'm very grateful for and you know, ma'am, is access bars because it has allowed me to like getting my bars run on a regular basis has allowed me to like kind of have the space to be me and then yeah. do what I want to create in the world and then like do it like very effectively and not be at the effect of what's going on in the world. Like as someone who's highly sensitive and you are too, like, you know, you get affected by other people's energies very easily, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, if you're like, very, if you're listening to this show and you're someone who gets depressed or you get emotional or you get down or you get, insomnia or any of these like mental illness you mm -hmm. know symptoms you're probably someone who's very aware very empathic so yeah. if you're with other people you take on their feelings their emotions mm. their their hurts and then you end up a mess from it and you end up yeah. like you know depressed and and so if you can find something whether it's yoga meditation you know access bars energy yeah like acupuncture is amazing you know whatever it is if you can find something that helps you release that energy yeah so dancing. you're not locking it in dancing was amazing well, for walking in the forest like with all the trees and all the beauty of nature i mean i find that very effective actually yeah. just anything that gets moves your energy anything at all whether it's even dancing in your kitchen whatever and that anything. allows you actually to still be in the world and create you know and yeah. one of the things like i remember when all this was happening like i wanted to take off to india even like just before I found access, I was going to go to India, and, yeah. you know, off the medication at this stage, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and I wanted to go to India and find a guru. Like that was my new, the next thing it was going to be like, go be mm -hmm. a yogi, you know? And, and then I found access and, and I realized with the tools of access that I was able to be in this reality, like in this world, in the Western world mm -hmm. with tools of access. So it allowed mm -hmm. me to be around, even if like, because this world's like, let's face it, this world is intense, insane, you Absolutely. know, very like, like it's, it's a lot on, and if you're sensitive, yeah. it's a lot, you know, yeah. finding tools that, that allows you to be here and still create your life here. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to run off to India and live on top of a mountain. Mm. You know, what I was trying to do, I was trying to run off to India, live on top of a mountain with a guru, you know, and like try and find myself rather than actually create myself. And yeah. So, so what we're missing a lot like it's not that like the, you, you have to learn to live in the world i mean like the idea of going off to india yeah. up top of the mountain i always think oh that's actually a fantastic idea but then like that's so nice and easy you don't have to pay your mortgage you don't have to buy food you don't have to look after kids if you have kids you know it's very idealistic and utopian but go there by all means and learn what you can then come back and yeah. create your own life in this yeah. world then like yeah with your tools yeah, yeah. very pragmatic and if we're here you know we're here to make an imprint in the world like we've got to make it in the world here in the western world you know like yeah this is the world that needs us so yes yes um and I have to say, ma'am, too, like that thing about the medication, what you said as well as one of the things you always said to me, like when I was going through like hating taking the medication. Yeah. You said to me, Amy, like it's like you if you broke your leg and you went to the hospital and you came out of the hospital, like you would need to give your leg time to heal. Did it's I say that? Whoa. Amy, you had a heart attack in your head. Your brain had a heart attack. Did I say that? Your brain had a heart attack. You need to give your brain time to heal. 
I was sitting there with okay, man. I said those things. Where did yeah. that come out of? You were very brilliant with me. And I'd be like sitting there, okay, she's actually right. Like this really this really makes a lot of sense because I was already knew I needed to heal. I needed, you know. I'm like, but I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh like, god, Amy. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank God, anyway. You know what? We are all came out of it okay. And as I said, it was funny too. We had fun times as well. It wasn't all doom and gloom, you know what I mean? Nothing ever is anyway. No. And we have both had a greater awareness, thank God for that. And we didn't listen to this reality. And like the psychiatrist said, I should have been on the medication for the rest of my life. Oh my God, about that as well. <gasps> yeah, he said I was so severe, I should have been on the medication for the rest of my life. And I was like, that's not gonna happen to me. And then I like obviously defy all odds, because it's me. Yeah, you mean definitely. <laughs> I don't know where I got you, I don't know. And, and then, and then he, then like he said it at least five years and I got off it in three and a half. You know, you're right. No, you're right, Amy. Now I remember that. I remember feeling so proud, like, you know, and I said, well done, Amy. Oh my God. I, I've never really, I should acknowledge that more to you. Like I'd totally forgotten about that. And no, I really had like, you know, you should have gone back to him. Brought him back a present. <laughs> no, I mean, look, he, he, and look, he was a lovely man. He was doing his job. We're not going to, you know, it's not a shame and blame and shame thing at all. I mean, he actually was, there was something kind of lovely about him. He's like a little gentle, little, little blonde head. And I mean, he was just so kind of lovely, like, you know. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> he was in, very gentle. He was very gentle. He was. And he was in yeah. his box. And, and yeah, and so that's all he knew. The message really here tonight is like, you know, if you have a greater awareness, follow it. Like, like follow you, it. Yeah. You followed your awareness with me, thank God. You know, and, and I followed my own awareness too with myself. And I did too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I kept following that because that knowing, you know, like even that's the thing, like the med, you know, medication stuff like that does, it does actually kind of sometimes um, kill your knowing a bit, you know, it dampens mm. and it mm. makes you numb. And like it made me numb and it made me, like, yeah, numb, I know. You know, yeah, and I know. I hate it actually. And, and but but still, that knowing was always there, kind of at the back, you know, kind of yeah. dampening away a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And then, like, I started to like kind of acknowledge it. And the more and more you kind of go towards your knowing, the stronger it gets. And then, mm. like, nothing or no one can stop you, you mm. know. Mm. And and so if you you like we all know something like you know something man like that nobody else knows and I know something yeah. nobody else knows yeah like wouldn't yeah. The, what would the world be like if we all started to follow our knowing and start trusting yeah. ourselves even just a small bit more you know yeah it would be amazing it would be amazing absolutely but yeah there's just a lot of fear and a lot of we're we're sort of brought up to be a certain way and. We're brainwashed into thinking a certain way. And that's just the way society is. And that's what parents do to their children. They send them to school. And of course, they have to go to school. I understand that. But there should be more room for expansion of imaginations and and a lot more about spirituality. And not so much about religion, which I think it is going that way too. More about spirituality rather than religion. And opening up children's minds to, you know, having these kind of experiences, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so and that's and not and that's be scared, it. and not be scared when stuff happens, like when you know when you're told your son or daughter is having you know some kind of mental illness, or they're they're having a breakdown or schizophrenia, whatever they want to call it, whatever label you want to put on it. You know, if if you as a parent or as a, as their brother or sister could say, you know what, like I'm gonna look at it in a, in a, as a spiritual awakening, or you know something like for what it is, rather than oh, I have to medicate them, we have to lock them up. You know, that's that's horrible. That's a horrible way to look at it. Like you know. Yeah, and let's and also like yeah, let's treat the whole body and being mind, body, soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so like there. Yeah, we're not saying there's 
we're not dissing like there's a place for medication yeah and some people can be can be suicidal and if you're suicidal of course you need to medicate but with that there also needs to be a treatment of health wellness diet nutrition like you said getting out in the earth moving with the earth dancing playing singing and and that's what the shaman talked about in that article yeah when you know when i see someone who's depressed i ask them like have you been in the sun have you danced have you played yeah have you danced yeah and yeah. um, um like the shamans are big for drumming you know like i love yeah drumming. the beat the beat yeah, yeah. The drum like dancing on the earth like and so artwork all that stuff that nurtures your body and your being mm. and your soul mm. and yeah that um that yeah there's you know like i really hope that just anyone who listens to this and anyone who's struggling with mental illness or anything like that um starts to maybe start to acknowledge like what you're aware of rather than what's mm. wrong with you and certainly mm. you know and like I did I just I just kept seeking I just kept looking what else mm. is there, or what yeah. else there I know be- you you were brilliant Amy you really were I mean you know everybody's different but I mean the path that you chose to go down worked for you and it was amazing and, and, and it still is amazing and it's great like it's fantastic like and I don't think I ever acknowledged it maybe I did but like it, it is like it was well done to you like and I am so proud of you I really I really am oh god mm. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. Okay. Gotta cast all that. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, sometimes people don't acknowledge. It's a fantastic, brave journey to come to come through and to still be functioning in this crazy world. It really is, like you know, and following your dreams as well, and following your your instincts, like which is fantastic as well. Because like, that's that's the only way you'll be happy in this world is to follow follow your heart. Yeah, if if at all possible, like you know. No, no, yeah. It's not. And I and I had a knowing that I was here for something greater, and I just and like I said, mm. it was you know the knowing got dampened and stuff. But I just kept yeah. following that knowing more and more, and it grew and grew and mm. grew. And and yeah, you might think we're crazy, but you know, um, nobody, you know, I don't think any anyone changed the world thinking that they weren't crazy. So yeah, exactly. Crazy is great. Crazy yeah. is good. Crazy, crazy is up. Crazy is always fun. Ma'am, we're at the hour. We're we're up at the top of the hour. I usually do podcasts yeah. for twenty minutes, okay. but um, well, <gasps> really, to the world of Catherine Shine and Amy Shine. This is what happens when we get together and we start talking. I know, could be hours on the phone, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So listen, Amy, it was brilliant. I really enjoyed chatting to you on the Sunday. Well, it's Sunday night here. It's Sunday afternoon over there for you. So go on and enjoy the rest of the day and do something crazy. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching this podcast. You can stay on, ma'am. Um, I'll okay. just finish up the... All the, right. for being here. Okay. Thanks for watching the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to... Um, if you're listening on iTunes, subscribe. If you like the podcast, would love a review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe there too. And if you have any questions about anything that we talked about today, um, send me a message. You know, um, my mother's in Ireland. I'm in Florida. So we're both on facebook ma'am's not on facebook at the moment but she'll be back on i'm sure at some stage <laughs> and um yeah like reach out to us send us a message and um we're always available and um don't give up on you that's my like don't do not give up on you and what if you're not wrong what if you're actually way stronger than you really ever even believed so thanks for being here guys see you next week bye bye, bye. Thank you for listening to the Dance to Oneness podcast. 
If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to know more about what I have to offer, you can find me at www.amyshine.net.